0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com. The only place to be in your pop culture world.
1: My countrymen and my friends, I had hoped against hope that some miracle would prevent a devastating war and bring to an end
0: the invasion. This most serious threat World rustling Federation has ever known term future sports entertainment could change forever. A succession of actual wars have shaken the entire world and have threatened to bring on the gigantic conflict which is today unhappily a fact. No force of nature and no act of God could stop this invasion from happening.
1: I have said not once but many times that I have seen war... And that I hate war. This
0: is our last chance. There's no going back. There is no tomorrow. They want to finish us off. Feel this moment for the rest of your
1: life. This war is only half over. And it could damn well be lost. We're
0: laying it all on the line. Nothing can stop the WCW and ECW. Austin is going to lead us into the Lift up your heart. All will come right. We will kick WCW and ECWs. No WWF superstar is going to deny us from our destiny. Death the Sports entertainment! I have seen war. Yeah. I'm going to And I hate war. Wait time. over. Place to be Nation. Welcome back to another episode of nation invasion i'm your host james Gruenberg, slash captain of this uh invasion voyage here and as always i have a guest with me here tonight he is my co-host of extreme resurrection he is mr steve riddle steve how are you doing tonight
1: i'm doing good glad to be here making quite the, the quite the jump from uh 2007 ecw to 2001 uh wwf
0: yeah um it's uh it's a very uh, it's a very uh, different uh time periods here as uh we're getting ready for this uh w c w invasion you know for months well actually yeah for like uh, almost uh two months here um w c w invasion guys have been um have been invading like matches and have been um really just uh doing a lot of things you know d d p has been stalking the undertaker's wife and the undertaker and uh Booker T just rare uh just started making his appearances. Uh, he attacked Stone Cold at uh King of the Ring, injuring his hand actually. So Stone Cold still out of action here. And also um he uh invaded and attacked uh, Mr. McMahon and Stone Cold in the last uh week weeks uh the the back to back Madison Square Garden episodes too. So it looks like WCW is uh really making some uh moves here and they're really going forward with this as well and on the last smackdown before this show linda mcmahon made it clear that wcw uh superstars will be um in uh coming on and having matches on monday night raw and smackdown starting on this uh july 2nd episode but before we get into that steve um were you watching the uh invasion angle live in 2001 or um Were you just uh, watching this on replays over again?
1: Uh, No, I was watching um, intently during this time. So, summer two thousand one, I would have uh, at this point, I would have just uh, finished my sophomore year of high school, going to my junior year, and I was um, completely locked in. In fact, um, I actually ordered the Invasion pay per view a few weeks later um, and watched it at my dad's house. So that's that's how locked in I was that they actually got me to order the pay per view.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. So, um, you know, like you knew that, like, uh, you you knew what was going on, like, uh, who's coming in where, um, did you watch WCW, um, towards like the end of WCW or were you just all WWF at this point?
1: I was very loyal to WWF. I did not watch, um, WCW at all. I I obviously knew about them and I knew about the guys there, but, um, but Mm. it was strictly, um, strictly WWF.
0: Yeah, so like we said before, um, this invasion is going on, and like the next uh, step, you know, it's like a game of chess, you know, basically. Uh, the next step uh, and the next move is to have the uh, WCW guys uh, start wrestling on Monday Night Raw, and this is because, uh, you know, Linda McMahon wants Vince McMahon to suffer a little bit more, and um, like, you know, so that way, in order to keep Linda happy, she'll grant Shane's wishes of having a WWF uh, WCW matches on WWF shows. And it looked like um, Linda McMahon was going to be Shane's financial like backer for WCW uh, versus WWF. It looked like it was going that direction. I had Rocco on the last time, and it really looked like that it was going to be Vince versus Shane and Linda as Linda was going to support her son in this uh, WCW uh, invasion to uh, get back at Vince for divorcing her on screen here as well.
1: Yeah, it would have made sense. I mean, you know, we know going in that Linda had wanted a divorce, you know, wanted her own divorce from Vince. And it would make sense that she would, you know, try to get back at Vince by out by, by, not allying with Shane, but giving him the means to have um to have WCW have a uh you know have a foot in the gr- in the in the ground basically on the uh, on the programming.
0: So oh sadly, as we uh come to this episode would mark the end of the original WCW plans here as well, but we'll get into that now as we turn to Raw, July 2nd, 2001 in Tacoma, Washington. Mr. Mister McMahon, Mr. McMahon comes to the ring, says the WWF is going to annihilate WCW at Invasion. Says Tacoma has lousy weather and only makes apples. <laughs> says Stone Cold is the champion of champions. So, uh, you know, Mr. McMahon is still, um, you know, Lining himself up with Stone with uh, Stone Cold here, but Kurt Angle comes out. Kurt 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 is trying to suck up to uh, Vince here. He says Booker T lacks the three eyes and intensity, integrity, and intelligence. He also shows um, a Booker T attacking Vince in Austin. Um, Like he's saying that. Oh well, I wouldn't get attacked by. Booker T, if, if, if it was me, I would have fought him back, you know. So it looks like Kurt Angle is trying to make Stone Cold look bad in front of Mr. McMahon, and he's trying to get in Mr. McMahon's good graces. Um, so as Austin comes out, because um, – Kurt Angle says that uh, Booker T made Stone Cold look like a jackass. As Austin comes out, Jim Ross goes, oh, here comes the jack. He goes, I mean, the WWF champion and Paul Heyman's like, hey, 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 what are you trying to say here, you know? So um, really some uh, fun stuff here. Austin comes out. Kurt makes sure Booker T won't hurt Vince and Austin again. Austin says Kurt is the problem. Kurt Angle Kurt uh, hugs Vince and then Austin hugs Vince. So a lot of uh, hugging and stuff going on between, uh, you know, Stone Cold and Kurt Angle here and a very good line from Jim Ross as well. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i uh, yeah I liked uh Vince you know comparing washington state to washington d c and then, like I said, you know the bad weather, and uh I never knew Tacoma was known for apples that's <laughs> you you know you learn something new every day i guess but uh but yeah then yeah they clearly Kurt's trying to get uh get to Vince's good graces in austin clearly the uh the paranoia still running you know rampant in him, uh and yeah the two of them like both hugging vince and then. Just going, you know, shoving each other back and forth that's the it was a nice little uh touch there.
0: Yep. And then Shane comes out. Um Shane, like uh he's like, Am I watching an episode of Raw? Am I watching an episode of Sesame Street? And uh he says tonight's tonight's letter is the letter I, not one of your three eyes, Kurt, but it's called Invasion. And Well, we don't know what is going to actually happen at Invasion. We finally get the answer. As Shane challenges Vince at Invasion to a five-on-five inaugural brawl, the best of the WWF versus the best of the WCW Coalition wrestlers. And um, tonight, Shane announces that the main event of Raw tonight will be Booker T versus Buff Bagwell so we know that uh the main event will be a WCW World Title match with WCW Superstars and it's not going to be by the, on the WWF. And he also says that if um sh- uh Shane if um Vince wants to make uh, mom happy, he uh Vince McMahon and his uh WWF Superstars will not get involved in the main event here. So, thought a nice little strong promo by uh Shane you now stepping up to his father here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Of all the things to co- compare Raw to, the fact that it was Sesame Street. Um, I was kind of thinking he was going with somewhere else, somewhere else with it, but then it made sense when he said, you know, about how oh, it's the letter I. It's all about invasion, and then like you said, you know, <laughs> setting up the the big main event for the show, uh, the five on five tag um now now it's gonna be um you're just now gonna wait and see which side who who's gonna be on um each side um yep. you kind of have an idea who's probably gonna be on the w w f side it's gonna be i think interesting to see how the w c w side comes together
0: uh uh-huh. so then um um the a p a are backstage uh investigating uh who helped w c w invade the garden. They're talking about, um, you know, like who helped uh, Booker T get into the Garden, who helped um, Mike Awesome get in, and also um, who helped the WC tag team champions, Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare, attack um, the Hardys and the Dudley Boys. Uh, and also, uh, they snuck up on the APA on uh, Sunday night heat um, at uh, WWF New York. So it does seem that they are trying to as well get, get um like uh, build up this uh, pay-per-view between like, you know, WCW versus WWF at invasion by having like, you know, WCW superstars attack WWF superstars and trying to like, bring forth like storylines here as well for um, what's going to unfold an in invasion. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And interesting that they, this, that they already started here with the whole uh, of uh, of a possible mole within the WWF to um, assist the WC, uh, WCW. So kind of, cause you know, that's going to be one of the big things going forward post invasion, but uh, I never, I don't re- I didn't remember it starting this early.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, they were just getting right into it uh, here as well. So we have a WWF Intercontinental title match. It is Undertaker versus Albert. Albert is the Intercontinental title holder. He held, he holds the title from uh, last um, Monday night. Um, I believe it was um, Thursday night on SmackDown when DDP interfered and uh, cost, Kane the, cost Kane the Intercontinental title. So Undertaker is going to face Albert. Suplexed by the Undertaker. Albert gives Taker a bear hug. Bicycle kick to Undertaker, choke slam to Albert, DDP interferes and gives Undertaker a diamond cutter, so it's a DQ finish. Sarah pushes DDP into Kane, Kane unloads and Sarah low blows Paige, Albert saves DDP. For this match, I want to star in a quarter. It was good. Two big guys. You know, Kane, uh, Albert can really work with Kane and Undertaker, as uh, we saw on um, a couple of times where uh, Undertaker and Albert did have fights. I mean, Kane and Albert had fights. Like, you know, it looks like um, Albert can really hang with Undertaker here. But, alas, it was too short and it ended with a, um, a um, disqualification, so I want to star in a quarter here.
1: Yeah, I want to start in a corner too. Yeah, Albert really has had his working boots on these last few weeks because he he knew this he was getting you know a good push here. I mean, he's the Intercontinental Champion, which I don't think anybody would have ever expected, and he's really busting his tail to make sure to prove that he belongs. And um, yeah, he and Taker had a you know quick little match here. They exchange the power moves but um this was pretty much more to further the issues between taker and um and ddp as he ends up you know co- as you like you say cost taker the match gives her the diamond cutter but then he gets he gets beat up at the end by taker and kane and then even uh sarah gets her uh her kick in as well so uh mm-hmm. clearly this issue um continuing on after um after king of the ring
0: yep so then tori wilson is backstage she was on um she was on uh SmackDown last week uh at the garden. She's looking for uh Mr. man here. And now we have Crash versus Molly Holly. Crash knocks down Molly, her Karana and drop kick to Crash, clothesline to Molly. Jacqueline, who is in Crash's corner, double crosses crash. He bounce. she bounces Crash off the top rope. And a Molly go round for the win. Um, for this match also, Steve, I went a star in a quarter. I thought it was good. Uh, you know, um, like we're seeing a lot of athleticism between Crash and uh, Molly here. I mean, it is what it is. But um, I also just thought this is a good match, so I went a star and a quarter, a star and a quarter here as well
1: yeah I went half a star with this one um first off, really quick about um Tori first um she's looking very Hachimachi on this night, mm-hmm. and uh, freaking howard Finkel, you thought he was meeting like you know the president or somebody with how excited excited he was to, <laughs> to meet Tori and like he's like constantly shake, you know keeping his you know shaking her hand and she's like she, you can see so at her face she's like okay you can you can stop shaking my hand now <laughs> so I, I just thought that was hilarious but um yeah, nothing doing here, kind of continuing you know. Because it's kind of the residuals of uh of Molly kind of defi- defying her cousins by being with Spike and um and like you said, and then like you said, it's pretty much a nothing match and then Jacqueline ends up costing Crash at the end.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. And then um Jacqueline gives uh Crash a uh here as well. So we know that uh that feud's gonna um you know, continue between uh Jacqueline and Crash and we get to SmackDown here as well. Uh, backstage, we have Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, and Mr. McMahon backstage arguing. And then Vince leaves with Tori Wilson as, um, you know, they're like, hey, uh, Kurt Angle's like, hey, Tori, uh, I'm Kurt Angle. I won the, uh, I'm an Olympic gold medalist. And she's like, Kurt, we met already last week on uh, SmackDown. So um, Kurt Angle's just acting like a bumbling goof here. And Stone Cold's like, see what you he drove uh, Vince away. Now he doesn't want to be with any of us. Then we get a recap of O'Hare and Palumbo invading on SmackDown too, and then Steve, as you understand, you'll you're going to get a lot of like four back to back segments or recaps before we actually get to a um, a match here. Just a fair warning, as you know, Christian is holding the King of the Ring trophy. Um, he wishes the, um, he wishes he was the uh, KO King of the Ring tournament here, as he also has a. Uh, he also has a match tonight. Then Regal is explaining um, the worm to, to Jerry, and then he tells the Dudley boys they're in a handicap match versus Jericho. The APA begin their investigation, starting with Hardcore Holly. He says he was in um, he was in um, his position, and uh, he did not leave his position, so Hardcore Holly is off the hook. And then Vince McMahon starts hitting on Tori Wilson, and in comes Austin to interrupts. So a lot of uh, stuff going on here as uh, we went through like four to five backstage segments.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, just real. Yeah, a couple quick things. Yeah, like the first part where again Kurt's you know acting like he's never met Tori before and Tori's like you know, like you said Tori's like, Yeah we met last Thursday and, and Vincent's a believer with Tory and Austin gets all furious about it. Um yeah Christian definitely um clinging to that trophy. <laughs> um as we see the continued kind of what look to be the continued seeds of discontent between Edge and Christian and I, I forgot I almost forgotten that they um instead of like doing like the crown and the robe and the scepter, they had the trophy, which which was pretty much just like the uh the great value of Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know, which I thought was always was always a funny touch there. Um, then yeah, quick think you know you have to think about the APA still trying to figure out who the mole is, and then uh, a complete lecherous Vince, um, you know, trying to mac on Tori until Austin interrupts.
0: Yeah, and Regal is still like continuing his feud with uh, Jericho. That's been going on so for uh, since like way before WrestleMania seventeen that year, and it is still continuing. So, you know, right. it's like, let it go, Regal. Just <laughs> let it go.
1: That actually, I'm glad you said. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, Regal trying to sh- like show off like the warmth of the Jerry was was, <laughs> so, was awesome. Like his facial yeah. his facial expression and everything, and then. And yeah, he tries and then he um uh, and then the delis at first are like, you know, why are we in the match to begin with? And then uh, Regal interesting know he says about how um back at you know before King of the Ring there was the rumor that if Jericho Benoit had won the title, they were gonna take it to WCW. So Regal's, you know, putting Jericho in the match to punish him. So it's kinda continuing that little touch there.
0: Uh huh. Yep. And so now um so, um, yep. Yeah, so now we have um, Scotty to Hottie versus Jerry. Uh, back suplex by Scotty. Kick to Scotty's face. Tarantula applied. uh Sit down powerbomb to Jerry. Jerry missed, um, missed Scott. Oh, like, he gets the green miss as, um, you know, Scotty goes to the worm. Regal gets on the apron as he tries to go for, like, the flying, like, the flailing elbow, uh, in the worm uh, to Jerry gets the mist in and then uh, a fatal kick um, to, to the head here for this match, Steve. Um, like I said, um, I want to start, I actually want to start in a half. Um, I thought there was good, um, a little good chemistry between Scotty and Jerry has been on fire for the last like uh, two to three weeks here as well. So ever since uh, he arrived, so I want to start and a half on it.
1: Yeah, I want to start in a quarter. This was again another like little quick showcase for Tajiri. Um, Scotty looked pretty good in here as he usually does, and I actually. I like the finish. I like that counter of like the worm with the great, With Tajiri using the mist, and I think that's the first time he's used the mist in the WWF. Uh, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I'd have to go back and watch. But um, but yeah, just another uh, good little win for Tajiri. And I, I didn't, I keep, I don't, didn't remember that before he had his own theme. He just came out to Regal's theme, which was just oh. kind of interesting. He's like, you got this, you know, the Tajiri coming out to like the to the Regal theme It's just so weird.
0: Yes, uh, it is not the first time that he has done the miss. He has done the miss where um, it actually cost him um, like it got Regal angry. He actually missed it Regal by accident um, in a match. And um, like that, I believe, was the first time he used the miss. I even I'm not sure, but I know he used it uh, before doing it to uh, Scotty here as well. Mm -hmm. Vince is. Vince is backstage with Tori Wilson in a mop closet, and in comes Kurt Angle. So, again, Mr. McMahon is not happy as well. And then we see um, Booker T and Test are backstage. Booker T asks Tess if, um, if uh, he is thinking about coming to WCW and, like, you know, oh, maybe you can, like, challenge me for the WCW title. It's all about, you know, being in WCW. And, Tess is like, man, eh, we'll see. So, you know, Tess is playing it off like, um, oh, you know, going to WCW might not be a bad idea, but he's not laying in that it was him being the mold here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's I just think. backstage talking, like being all cool and chummy with uh, Booker T, with Booker and – um like, with Booker and Shane, because, you know, Shane and Tess have been tight as well, so you know, just no inkling of, like, Tess being the mole, but he's showing, like, his color, or, like he's showing, like, different color shades of gray here.
1: Yeah, pretty much, and then, like you said, and then before that, like I said, again, Vince continuing to try to mac on Tori, but again, <laughs> Kurt inter- interrupts, and I, lo- I love how, like, you know, they talk about, how like, oh, we're in a mop closet, and then it's like, oh, this is not a mop closet, and then Angle comes in, he's like, why aren't you in a mop closet? <laughs> uh, uh, just, it's good stuff there. Kurt, Kurt, yep, was, yeah. Kurt was really on fire at this point.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, when we get to the SmackDown, it's even uh, better here as well. Um, you know, uh, with the upcoming segments here, like, Kurt is like funny, like, you know, and so-called like, even though it's like bad that he's a heel, he's still kind of funny. Like he just wants Vince McMahon all to himself, and he's just like, um, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now we have uh, the Dudley Boys versus Chris Jericho in a handicap match up here. Uh, the, the Dudley's gang up on Jericho. Jericho goes off the top rope. A what's up dive to Jericho. Flapjack to Jericho. Jericho counters the Dudley Boys. Your dropkick to Bubba, walls of Jericho to Devon Dudley, to Devon, a Dudley dog to Bubba into Devon by Spike, and then a lion cell to Devon for the win. For this matchup, Steve, I went two in a quarter. Um, I thought it was a good matchup, you know, Jericho having to be like, you know, on his own here. But then, you know, Spike Dudley comes in, uh, he's still having uh, problems with his brothers here. And uh, I really liked it. I gave it a two and a quarter.
1: Yeah, I went two and a quarter as well. Um, pretty standard uh, handicap match. The Dudleys get, you know, beat on Jericho for a while. He gets his big comeback in. And then um, at the end, it's um, Spike continuing his uh, feud with the Dudleys. Uh, ends up costing them the match um, and helping Jericho win. So, again, kind of uh, Spike sticking it to his brothers while uh, Jericho gets a, gets a good win here.
0: Yep. And then uh we go backstage again. Vince and Tori are making out in the men's in the men's room when all of a sudden Perry Saturn comes out and he comes out of the stall and he goes, duty. He just says the word duty like a child. Perry Saturn has fallen off the wagon at this point. Um you know like he's gotten too many kick too many hits to the head and like he's carrying around the mop as we'll see on Smackdown as well when we get there but uh he's just saying random things and this is just a random spot for uh Perry Saturn to uh, interrupt the mood here as well so um more to combo uh, with Perry Saturn as we roll on through this invasion as well
1: yeah, I, again, like you pretty much just said, it Saturn inter, you know interrupts the, the makeout section uh, uh, session, and uh, mm. yeah, now he's got the he's got the mop with him. Not uh, he hasn't named it yet, but no. you know it's it's starting.
0: Yep, and then we have a recap. Well, not a surprising recap, you know, because they did this with Triple H's quadricep surgery, but um. We have a recap of Chris Benoit's neck surgery. He goes to um, I think it was Jay Youngblood or what, like uh, Lloyd Youngblood or one of those Boy, like famous, yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of the two famous um, guy like James Andrews is the quadricep uh, leg guy, and uh, Lloyd Youngblood is the uh, neck fusionist of WWE. These are like the most two famous doctors we've heard about um, working on uh, superstars here. Um, so we get a recap of Chris Benoit's next surgery, and the doctor basically says that in six months he'll begin his rehab process, like where he can like start like you know exercising a little bit, and, like lifting and like doing all the stuff. But he will be out for really one year. So. When they say they're going to be out for six months, that doesn't mean they're coming back in the rain six months. That means that they're going to be off the, like, out of bed, like off the resting area and getting back into, like, rehab and uh, training again basically here. So it's like six months of rehab, go back to training, and then come back in a year, you know. So even Paul Heyman was just like, one year? Like, what are we doing? And it's kind of freaky that we saw, um, you know, not not freaky, but like I forgot, like you know, they poke, like they have, like uh, Nancy there as well. I was like, oh wow, like um, you know, um, Nancy was at the hospital with Chris as well, so a little, uh, little Nancy uh, shot there as well, there too. So uh, get well, Chris Benoit, and we'll see you in two thousand and two. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that was yeah, little young was the guy's name. Yeah, Jay Youngblood was the wrestler.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, I know it's a young one.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, I mean, this is, um, this is, you know, kind of, you know, a, you know, kind of a bad period there so far. Cause I mean, we've lost, we lost triple H for the quad injury. Um, we've now lost Chris Benoit to this neck injury and also off TV is of course Eddie Guerrero, but he's, you know, obviously dealing with his, uh, his own personal issues. Um, so that's, that's three big names in the span of a month, um, that have hit, you know, hit the sidelines. So, um, you know, that's, that's a, that's a tough void to fill. And, um, you know, considering, you know, when we started the year, everyone was healthy and the roster was mm-hmm. so loaded and now we've lost three big names in the span, like I span the span of a month. And, um, so now it's, it's more imperative than ever that these, um, that the WCW guys, you know, are brought in to, to fill the void.
0: Yep. Um, and also, um, Speaking of like injuries too, it's, uh, it's not, it's like what, uh, King of the Ring, um, King of the Ring was like, not, not a bad pay-per-view by any means. It was a really good pay-per-view, but it was a pay-per-view of consequence because, you know, Stone Cold got injured by accident by, um, by Booker T. So he's not wrestling on these shows. Kurt Angle and Shane are still suffering from like, you know, concussions and like, you know, all their injuries, as well as Kurt Angle, also has a uh, broken tailbone or injured tailbone. Uh, so, um, you yeah, know, they're still suffering from their street fight. And also, Rikishi um, at Judgment Day, um, he dislocated his right shoulder um, in his matchup with Regal. So you got like a couple of superstars out and still like the King of the ring, uh, like injuries are still, um, coming up here as well. Uh, they're still taking their toll on the, uh, four superstars. Like I just mentioned as well, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: So we have a light heavyweight title match, matches Christian versus X-Pac. And, um, you know, this is uh, one of those uh, times where the Uncle Cracker X-po- X-Factor theme uh, was p- playing because uh, it's mostly like um, it is um, like dubs, but like I think they might have like not dubbed like every one of them too. So we'll see if uh, the Uncle Cracker theme uh, keeps coming on, um, you know, as uh, X-Factor uh, keeps on rolling by here as well. But like I said, we have Christian versus x Power slam to X-Pac. Spinning heel kick to Christian. Insiguri by Christian. Gut to X-Pac. A backbreaker to X-Pac. But Edge has the referee distracted. X-Pac hits Christian with the title belt. And uh, he gets a win there. Uh, I went a star in a quarter here, Steve. Um, I don't think X-Pac and Christian really uh, meshed well here. But um, it also is still... Um like increasing the Edge and Christian storyline here. How like, you know, Edge screwed up and Christian's not the light like, heavyweight title uh, holder again here. And uh, Xbox gets a win gets the win here as well. But uh, I went a star in a quarter.
1: Um I went actually two stars. I didn't mind the match. It was um okay. I thought it was fine for what it was. Um I, I one thing we um I I did um I forgot about when we when the, we had the Christian Edge promo backstage was um, was Christian, you know, saying that he was going to be a champion to go with uh, Edge being the king. So that was a, you know, interesting little touch there. And then um, I thought they worked a fairly decent match. Um, but like you said, this was more about um, the inadvertent um, uh, interference of Edge backfiring because uh, obviously Justin Credible was out there too when they both got involved. And Xbox just happened to, um, to get the final shot in with the belts and he ends up uh, retaining. So... Um, Decent little, you know, decent little stuff here. X-Pac continues to uh, keep piling up these uh, TV wins, uh, even though he probably shouldn't be.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, so now we go backstage and APA think that Tess is the mold, you know, in the WWF. Um, Taz is at WWF New York. Um, He's having, like, a uh, quiet night here, uh, you know, signing autographs. We get a recap of Austin beating up Taz. Did you ever go to WWF New York, Steve?
1: I did once. I got. I didn't get. I didn't get to go in the restaurant, so I didn't get to see that. But I did get to see the gift shop at least. So it was a. It was a really oh. cool gift shop.
0: I actually went to WWF New York um, or d- the World at the time in like its last like dying days. I think it went out in February or like early March, and I actually went there um, like in. January of 03, just before it closed, you know, and uh, that was pretty cool, you know, to actually like, go in there, um, had lunch, and, uh, you know, the food wasn't that great. It was just diner-like bar food, so it was what it was there. But uh, Taz is here tonight, and uh, he's not too happy, but I uh, still signed uh, a couple of autographs for uh, some uh, fans there. As we uh, now get uh, Rhino versus Tess brought into the match by uh, jim ross and jim ross is that the winner of this match will base mike awesome for the wwf hardcore title at invasion <laughs> and as he's saying this my oh my the hardcore title would be in um would be uh in a different matchup between uh two different people um that are not a Rhino and Test, And uh, as we know, it's not going to be Mike Awesome either. So it's kind of funny how they were prepping um, Mike Awesome to go into Invasion with the uh, hardcore title here. Mm-hmm. Huge clothesline by Rhino. Out comes the WWF Army. Shoulder block by Rhino. Rhino counters a pump handle slam. Big boot to Rhino. Bradshaw gives Test the clothesline. And a gore from Rhino for the win. I went a star, Steve. A little short here, um, you know, but two good powerhouse guys. But again, this wasn't really about the match as it was uh, the APA and the WWF guys uh, beating up on Test for the uh, to give them uh, to to beat them up for uh, allegedly being the mole of the uh, WWF here as well. So I went a star.
1: Yeah, I want to start in a quarter. Um, real quick, yeah, the, back to Taz at WWE New York. Yeah, he he just looked like a miserable, miserable sob, especially when that one fan came up to ask him for an autograph. He's like, God, he's like, do I really have to do this right now? Because then they showed, um, I think they showed the recap of uh, what happened on SmackDown, where Taz tried to get Austin to apologize for what he did to Cole, but Austin insu- insu- um, assaulted him instead. Um, yeah. So he had that, and then yeah, the match itself again was just again two power guys doing their thing, and. You talk about a murderer's row of the guys that came out for that side because we had the I don't I don't remember all of them, but I, I know you, I saw recognize the APA, um, hardcore Holly Kyan was there, Haku was there. Um, yep. He K- was there. Quick,
0: Raven. K- Quick,
1: Raven. Um. Bull Buchanan, Bull the Buchanan, Godfather. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I've completely. I didn't even realize we're still. You know, I thought you know because we haven't seen them in you know since like early like. Not long after meeting when RTC got you know got yeah. leveled out. Um I feel like S. Rios was in there too. So again, just uh I guess again a murderous row of go, of mid card uh-huh. lower card talent. And um and yeah, like you said, it was pretty much just to um continue this this whole thing of they think that Tess is the mole and um they end up costing in the match against Rhino and then they give him a good um beating after the match. So um good win for Rhino. Um get him get him back on track.
0: Yep. And then we, um, then we get, uh, to, um, we get to a, a new another uh, tag team match up here. It's Matt Hardy and Lita versus Big Show and Big Show and Trish Stratus. Press slam by Show, tag to Trish and Lita. Punches to Trish. Big Show catches Lita but gets knocked down. Big. Show. So, uh, trips up Lita and knocks and is knocked down by both, knocks down both Hardys. A chokeslam counter by a double DDT, a twist of fate and moonsault to Trish for the win. Um, it was a botch basically on the, uh, twist of fate there, but the moonsault was good for the win here. Um, I would go a, um, I would go like uh, a star. I'll, I'll go a star and a half on it, Steve. Um, I thought it was good. Um, you know, the big show, just uh, beating up the uh, the Hardy boys here and uh, Lita and Trish Stratus, but uh, a good tag team, ma- a little bit of a good tag team matchup here. So I would go a star and a half.
1: Yeah, I want three quarters of a star. It was fine. Okay. Um, Big Show used his power uh, for the most part. And then Trish and Lita do their thing, and then, like you said, the uh, the twist of fate was a little bit botched. But then she made up for it with the moon salt. And then, uh, and then after the match, um, Big Show's verbally abusing Trish, and then Jeff Hardy comes off with a drop kick to him okay. to save Trish. So um, might be starting a little something uh, something there.
0: Yeah. As we'll see uh going uh, going on uh into the uh summer of two thousand and one here. Um as the many times they tried to put uh Trish and uh Jeff Hardy together, you know. <laughs> yeah. Bob Bagwell and Oh wait, well, first off we have Tori Wilson. She leads Vince into a uh a laundry uh a laundry room, basically, like a laundromat here. Into a private place, she calls it. It's a laundromat. Then Buff Bagwell and Shane McMahon are backstage. Buff says he will be the new WCW champion, and Shane's like, all right, man, whatever. Go get him man. have a great performance. It didn't look like Shane McMahon was uh, personally uh, enthusiastic about Buff Bagwell at all. You know, Buff was, like, way too energetic for Shane McMahon's liking. But he was like, yeah, man, go give me a good showing and, uh, you know, have a great matchup. So it looked like Shane McMahon was like, Really encouraging both guys to really go out there and uh, have a great match. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: no, nothing much there, like you said. But, uh, Bagwell definitely looks very excited to be there, at least. So
0: yeah, uh-huh. and then um, and then APA and the W.F. guys they're celebrating. Sergeant Slaughter comes in and says, "Test is not the mole, not the mole." Like, oh, what do you mean? He's like well we were we were at our post, and we were talking about um you know me versus uh Pat Patterson at the alley brawl, you know, and um so they're all like, "Oh crap, so then like they're talking um you know, and uh so like um they're basically like talking about um you know like all this stuff, and they're like, oh man, you know like we um we didn't know, and everything, so here's what it is. And now we come to our main event. Jim Ross and Paul leave the the announcer's booth here. Shane McMahon comes out. Comes comes out, um, you know, all WCW logos. They got the WCW logos on the uh, ring banners, uh, you know, and everything. Shane comes out. He introduces, of all people, Steve, Scott Hudson. And Arn Anderson, they come out for commentary, well along with Stacy Keebler, who comes out with uh, who comes out as the special guest ring announcer here. So Scott Hudson and Arn Anderson are commentary. Steve,
1: yeah, um, real quick about the uh, early, just a minute ago the, uh, the like, like I said, the WWF guys are so, are celebrating like you know they've just done some big victory, and then Slaughter comes in with uh, with Test even though he's about. Uh, 10 minutes too late because Tess already got his ass kicked. Oh. Um, so, so, so he's a little a little late to the party there, uh, Slaughter. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, I mean oh, go ahead.
0: No, you go ahead. Yep. Yeah, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, it's like, I, I'm glad. One thing I am glad about, I'm glad that. Um, they they took the time to really make this thing you know thing with WCW feel special that they had the logos they had the banners they had the aprons um, you had the uh, Nick Patrick there and like you said mm-hmm. yeah you, you know the fact that they took the trouble to bring in Scott Hudson to um, yes. the commentary I thought was you know a good little touch I would have liked. Just be, uh, just because, um, as we'll talk about, Arn's not really the best commentator. I think it would. They should just bit the bull and just brought Tony in as well. I think that would have really been such a nice touch. But, um, but yeah. I'm glad they at least brought you know Hudson in because he at least had some experience from being on Nitro there for like the last year or so in mm-hmm. uh, WCW. Yeah, and
0: um, and
1: then yeah, having um, Stacy as the ring announcer was was fine too. But she's she's not the best. <laughs> but um, no. but um, but at, at least they you know, went through all the trouble to at least make it seem, you know, seem legit and not like half-assed it.
0: <laughs> yep. And, uh, Martin Anderson goes on the record and he says, this is bigger than the moon landing as well. <laughs> 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 oh man. Um, <laughs> but like we said, so all these guys are here. Nick Patrick is the referee. Regal comes out and he says, uh, Shane might have the WCW might have to be on Raw, but Shane does not have to watch his uh, WCW matches here. So uh, security takes him away. Uh, you know, they're uh, booing. They're booing Regal, basically. Arn Anderson's like, oh, well, Shane's got class like his mom. And like, you know, they really hype this up. Like This is going to be a really great big match up here. And as like I said, Arne Anderson says this is the bigger than the moon landing. Going back to what you said, um, there's been like two sides to Tony Schiavone that he already had a he already had a job with the um like the Atlanta Braves. So uh, like after WCW left, but he also says that he did try to. Go to WWF, but Kevin Dunn just does not like Tony Schiavone, and like would not call him back. You know, so I don't really know like what Schiavone was trying to play at. You know, if he was like, well, they're just jerks, or he's like, I didn't want to go there. You know, it's like, well, clearly you might have wanted to go there. So I don't know what they could have done here, and I don't think they had any interest in Mike Taney either. So. You get what you get. It's Scott Hudson and uh, Arn Anderson here as well. Like I said, we have a WCW title match. It's Booker T versus Buff Bagwell. Punches by both men. A DDT by Buff Bagwell. A sidekick by Booker. A swinging neckbreaker to Booker T. And then a dropkick to Booker T. I'm going to stop there because I feel like right after this, there is a fight in the stands where security is like trying to break up a fight between like fans here. And then it clearly like escalates to where the fans are just like, this match sucks. This match sucks, you know? And there were also rumors that uh fans were leaving the main event like early, like as they were like having this match up. Well, okay. Like, I don't think that's, fair to say like oh um that fans were leaving early and that's a problem it's like no they probably just wanted to beat the traffic you know like every other fan wants to do um but the, there's a fight the fans are just saying this match sucks here so what was your take on uh, the first half of this match
1: yeah i know this match has a uh, has a re- you know a really bad reputation um but like I said, the fact, you know, I'm glad that they went out of their way to actually bring in a, you know, buff, you know, in, you know, buff Bagwell of all, you know, is not, you know, was never a main event guy, but he was, you know, he was pretty synonymous with WCW, you know, for most of their run. I mean, for when he came in in 91 to when they closed. So yeah, they then bringing him in was not, you know, I think one of the, you know, was not a bad, bad idea. And if you. Remember the night that um the final of the final Nitro when Vince was doing doing this whole thing where he was doing like you know saying the guys names and doing like the thumbs up or thumbs down. Bagwell got a pretty good you know good reaction. So um, yeah, so it wasn't the worst thing in the world that they brought him in um, to have this match. The problem is is just that. You can tell that both guys, you know, were were pretty rusty at this point, having not wrestled um, mm-hmm. since that since that last Nitro. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, Booker's gotten you know physical this last week, but you know, it's one thing to you know attack, you know do a run in during a match; it's another to actually have a match itself. And he's, you know, I think he's definitely trying. Um, I don't know what Bagwell's mindset was at this time—if he was trying to get a job or if he thought maybe he you know was just going to bring. Come in, you know, be brought in just because they needed guys. Um yep. But yeah, I mean, even before, but yeah, the crowd, you know, they were chatting boring at one point. That was before the whole and the whole, you know, like you said, the whole thing and the I, the crowd happens. Like yeah, because like at one point they're like all the attention like turned to the side, and I thought at first it was you know because somebody was going to you know that was where Austin you know what was going to happen at, after um, what that was going to happen, but that didn't. So um, but then like you said, you know, they were chanting, "This match sucks," and it was just it was just a bad. Just a
0: bad bad night.
1: Yeah. And and I know a lot of other people have said that, you know, all the fact that they ran this in, of all places, Tacoma, Washington, and not in like a WCW hotbed. But, um, you know, WCW had some decent, you know, places where they were hot. Like, I know, um, I think Boise, Idaho was one of their hot spots, mainly because of Tory. Um, But it was, I think it was just just all around, just not, you know, not a good night. And this, and like we've talked about, this is kind of where the whole, because, the whole idea was for WCW to get its own show, um, mm. but this is pretty much where that where that thought dies.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we get clotheslines to buff, a scissors kick to. Scissors kicked the buff by Booker T. Stone Cold comes out with Kurt Angle and they beat up Booker T. And then Buff Bagwell starts beating up Booker T. Like he's one of like Stone Cold and Kurt Angle's like best friends. So poor Booker is getting a three on one beatdown. Then we go backstage and Tori and Vince are in the laundry room. Tori starts undressing Mr. McMahon. Takes off his pants. Vince closes his eyes. Tori's got a big surprise. Vince McMahon's got a big surprise, but then when he realizes Tori's gone, he opens up his eyes, and who should be standing there is Linda McMahon. So Linda is literally, like, watching um, Vince make an ass out of himself and, like, literally, just like, cheating on Linda again. But even though Vince's like, I love you, I want forgiveness, you know, and he falls into a bunch of cardboard boxes with his pants down too, and then um, we continue with this whole um, Booker T getting his butt kicked by all three guys, and then they throw him out, and then Kurt Angle and Austin realize that Bagwell's just been like, yeah, we got him good. He's like, who are you? And they beat him up, and they throw Bagwell out as well, so... A lot of uh, hoopla at the end of this um, Monday Night Raw where WCW main evented the Raw. Here, Steve.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I I actually, so I, I don't know if you did great. I went uh, star in a quarter for the match itself. Um, I did
0: that too. Yep. Star a quarter.
1: Yeah. Just a lot to go over here. And then, yeah. So, like you said, Austin and Angle come out. And then, forget Bagwell just basically you know, goes after Booker just to, I think just to kind of get, you know, be on Austin and Angle's good side. And then, uh, yeah, again, just complete lecherous pervy Vince says, uh, as, Tor- as Tori, um, you know, strips him down and he's just so, so full of himself until he sees Linda there and he just completely retreats. Uh, he's, it's a good thing that, uh, that he was good at covering himself up because God knows what would have happened if uh, something of him got exposed at the, <laughs> right, the wrong time. Um, and then, and then at the very end, like you said, um, the three guys send book around, and Pac was like so pleased with everything. And then he gets his ass kicked anyway, and he gets cut, tossed out as well. So again, yeah. kind of um, almost symbolic, uh, sim, sim, b- symbolic uh, stance here. Um, like I said, of uh, of what's going to happen, what the original idea for WCW was.
0: Oh yeah, yep. Um, but um uh, just a lot of uh just a lot of good stuff here. Um and you know, it it was what it was. Um, you know, the Tacoma crowd was uh bad with Bagwell and Booker T here. Uh we'll see what happens uh in on uh SmackDown as we get to that. But uh yeah, so just uh, just an off night. I mean again, it's like, you know, these guys you don't even know if these guys have been training here. We don't know a poker team but that web been training, and I think that the w w f side of things and Vince should have had a should have had a plan where you get the guys training without being found out that the w c w guys are training you know or send them somewhere that They won't be picked up like you can't don't have them train at like the training center in Stanford, have them train somewhere with WDF personnel somewhere that won't get picked up by fans or like wrestling observers that, oh, WCW guys are training, you know, or something like that, you know, like something should have been where it was like, we're not rusty. We can do this, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you they could have um I know like a lot of the lower end guys that don't end up being here on TV, they get sent to um I think it was like HWA, which was one of their developmental territory, Um developmental areas. They also had OVW going on at this time. Mm-hmm. So why not, you know, why not send the guys to OVW to get some reps? I mean, with uh, I think Cornette was still running it, so he would have uh he would have done his, you know, done a good job of getting those guys uh, back into um back into like ring shape.
0: Yeah, and you could have sent down Arn Anderson with them because like Arn Arn is like a a trainer or like an like an agent too. He should have been like the road agent with the WCW like guys. So like you could have sent Arn down there to get the boys back into shape here as well. Or they could have just opened up the power reopened up the power plant, you know, and kept that open. But we'll never know as uh this comes off pretty sloppy here, you know
1: hmm yeah not not a not a good first effort
0: no so now we are we're still at the tacoma washington dome smackdown july 5th 2001 we're like several still live at the tacoma dome they've done these like back-to-back shows uh you know like where it was like double msg and now you get the uh double Tacoma, Washington. So not a whole lot of, uh, switching going on, like, uh, from, uh, place to place, you know, like they've been doing like the, uh, two arena, two, uh, two shows in the same arena, which is good, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I wouldn't be, um, wouldn't be surprised that they, they did maybe like a, um, a two for one deal where if like you get tickets for raw, then you get tickets for SmackDown.
0: That's what we said, um, with, uh, Rocco at, uh, Madison square garden that, um, you know, you probably just got a combo deal. It's like, oh, you get to go to Raw and SmackDown, too. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool, you know. So, like I said, SmackDown, July 5th, we open up uh, with a WDF Tag Team title match. It's Chris Jericho and Spike versus the Dudley Boys. So, um, Jericho and uh, Spike are tagging after um, Spike helped Jericho beat the Dudley Boys in the handicap match. Devon and Jericho start off Clothesline to Devon, a springboard dropkick to Devon, crossbody dive by Spike to the outside. A what's up bomb by Spike to Devon after Bubba Ray distracts the referee, and uh, Jericho and Devon do the what's up dive. A backdrop by Bubba to Spike, flapjack to Spike. Divon misses the uh, off the top rope. attack to Jericho, walls of Jericho broken up by Devon. Spike does a drop kick off the top rope. Bubba counters a deadly dog into a 3D for the win. For this match, Steve, I went two and a quarter. I thought it was a very good, uh, very good match. You know, Spike giving the underdog uh stuff here. Uh, you know, he gets his butt cake, but uh he puts on a strong showing. Jericho always a uh, strong showing here, even though he doesn't even have his tag team partner anymore. They're just throwing guys with jericho and uh, he makes the match look good but uh spike held his own here for this match i went two and a quarter
1: yeah i went two and a quarter as well i mean this is pretty much the continuation of it basically like spike and random partner of this week versus the deadlies um but i thought jericho was a good partner he seems to be kind of um lost in the shuffle at this point like he had such a great you know Month from after Judgment Day, the King of the Ring, you know he and Benoit won the tag titles. They had the main event at King of the Ring, but then after Benoit got hurt, it seems like they've kind of you know lost uh, lost any idea of what to do with what what to do with Jericho me um, you figure with this whole that he might be one of the guys they think about for the um for the big main event and invasion um he just seems to be kind of spinning his wills at this point he's not going anywhere so they kind of just throw him in these places that they need him at this point um they have him here spike's partner and they you know they did pretty good together um obviously the Dudleys were hitting really hitting their peak as well um and they get another clean tile defense here as they um as they put away spike again with the 3d so um pretty basic stuff here again as uh as the Dudleys again get the better of spike and uh, we still we're just Trying to keep Jericho somewhat um you know somewhat you know on TV while while they figure out what to do with him.
0: Yep. And uh, as we see again, Mr. McMahon is backstage. Austin comes in with gifts as uh they're discussing the gifts. Deborah thinks Vince McMahon got what he deserved. And so like Stone Cold and Vince are just giving her like the evil eyes. Like, don't listen to her, Vince. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Stone Cold got him and Vince matching cowboy hats. As they open it up, they both put on the hats. Like They're like, oh, you look good. It's like, no, you look good. And then Kurt Angle walks in. Uh, Kurt is upset that he didn't give a gift, but Stone Cold has a surprise as um, he did give him a gift. But it's not a cowboy it's not a men's cowboy hat. It's a kitty birthday cowboy hat, basically. And he's like, How do I look? He goes, Oh, you look great. Kurt, it's like, Oh my god, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh, this was
1: awesome. First off, Vince uh goes from the suit on Monday to the uh, to the Hawaiian shirt today. So he's uh he's wearing he's going casual. This he's going casual tonight on SmackDown. Um yeah, also giving him an uh vince and him the the cowboy hats um you know put him on and like i said curtis curtis makes it makes wearing that kid's hat so so great and the whole um you know the he's like i feel like a cowboy yippee ki
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: only he can make that um uh, only he can make that work just with how how goofy it is so just just really fun stuff and it's going to um this is going to be one of the Great thread, uh running th- uh, threads throughout this episode is the uh, is this tr- this uh, trio. Uh
0: huh. Yep. Until we actually get to like uh, in like uh, closer to invasion as well, and like things go back to normal, but we'll see what happens. Um, Michael Cole uh, points out that not only has uh, the invasion affected the um, the superstars of the World Wrestling Federation and WCW, but even the referees are arguing as Earl Hebner tells WCW head referee Nick Patrick to keep their crappy shirts and their WCW gear on their side. And Nick Patrick doesn't back down. Earl Hebner swings at Patrick and like connects and knocks him down as like the WCW referees of Billy Silverman, Charles Robinson, Brian Hebner and Nick Patrick are fighting all the WWF referees here. So, um little uh little more um like fun heat they're trying to imply here as well too so we'll see what happens down the line with uh the referees here as well
1: yeah even though the the WWF referees outnumber the WCW referees by a significant margin i think they're like they're like yeah, 10 seven WWF seven referees four. and only yeah. Yeah, only the four like yeah, I, I was trying because I knew obviously knew Patrick, I knew Rob, Robinson. I was trying to figure out. I was I was trying to remember who that third guy was, and then you said now mm-hmm. that you say it, Billy Silverman. Silverman. Uh, now I do remember because I, I I wasn't sure who, because there weren't many other referees at that point in WCW. Because um, no, I, I think, think Pee
0: Wee. Yeah, Pee Wee had yeah, uh, Pee Wee Anderson had cancer again.
1: Yeah, so he, I yeah, think
0: yeah, so. He so could come yeah. back. Uh, they had um, Scott Dickinson, I think it was, and... Um,
1: that's uh, Yeah, him. Mark Curtis, I, I think?
0: I think he... I don't know if he died yet, but Curtis was one of them, too. Yeah, so not a whole lot. Of, and Slick Johnson. Yep, Slick Johnson. Slick jo- yeah. Oh, Slick
1: Johnson. That's, that's right. right.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, it's just those guys there. It's like, um, okay, we don't really have a lot of WCW-like name referees here, so get the ones that we can, and... uh Earl, we need your son um to uh, just uh thin out the numbers here a little bit too. So Brian Hebner, who has no uh, ties to WCW, um, gets a referee WCW referee job. Yeah,
1: if anything, they should have had uh they should have had Teddy Long defect to WCW since he was a oh, referee yeah. them.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he was a manager too, you know. Um, yeah. So now we have um, Crash Holly versus Jacqueline uh, stemming from uh, Monday Night Raw where Jacqueline costs in this match uh, with Molly. Kicks the Jacqueline. Punches and chops the Crash. Crash throws Jacqueline to the outside. Hip toss by Jacqueline. Tornado DDT countered by Crash for a two count. Her Corona Jack- by Jacqueline for the win here. Um, I win a, star in a. I actually want to star in a quarter. I thought it was good. Jacqueline showed that she had some moves, you know, for someone who, um, you know, like isn't really involved in the like the women's wrestling anymore, you know, like has like it's moved on to like Trish and Lita. You know, Jacqueline was like nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine, and a little bit of two thousand. She can still show that she's got the moves here. Um, of going, um, as she uh, beats Crash here. I actually want to star in the quarter, Steve.
1: Yeah, I went three quarters of a star, this was nothing special. Um, Crash again gets, humili- gets humiliated. As he loses back to back shows against women, um, so he's kind of falling way down the ladder. And um, you know, we've seen Jacqueline before. She's you know, obviously she's wrestled. She wrestled you know, men in WCW. She's doing it here. Obviously, in a few years she'll have the cruiser- she'll be cruiserweight champion. Um, so, so she definitely uh, has no issues uh, mixing it up with the men. So again, just kind of basic stuff here to keep the show going.
0: Yeah, um, and then we um, so then we get a um, actually yeah, oh yeah, so then we get another backstage segment here. Jeff Hardy and Trish Stratus are backstage. Trish thanks Jeff for saving her. Lita and Matt come in and aren't happy that you know Lita isn't happy that Trish is trying to like flirt with Jeff Hardy, like because they have an ongoing saga. She's like, I'm just trying to thank him. He he saved me and like Matt's like, what are you doing, Jeff? Like, think about like, you know, who that is, you know, and who we are and stuff. So, you know, Trish is trying to like linger in on uh, the Hardy boys business here as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Next. Go
1: ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Nothing, nothing oh, more yeah. to say there.
0: Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, And then we have a recap of Booker T. He walks into the arena uh, he's taking beef from um, the APA and, like, hardcore Holly for getting his ass kicked on Raw. However, he stood up for himself, you know. He came back. He's like, you know what? I might have got my ass kicked, but I'm still here. I'm going to fight all of you guys, you know. So Booker T is not backing down from this fight as uh, he continues uh, to walk into it. And as uh, we know, it's going to be Booker T versus Diamond Dallas Page for the WCW title uh, here tonight. So, Instead of Buff Bagwell, it's DDP tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, Booker basically going in the lion's den with all those WWF guys. But he, like I said, he holds his ground. He says, you know, he's going to keep coming back no matter how much he gets beat down. Um, And he's still the WCW champion. And he's going to defend it tonight against a uh, more capable guy in DDP. And And I noticed this too, when they showed the graphic, um they can they that's when they i think realized because they because i think they forgot because back on raw when they show the graphic of him and bagwell he just had the wcw title here Ooh. with when they show the graphic of him in ddp he has both the wcw title and the united states title because i think they've they've just remembered oh wait a minute he was the united states champion on the last nitro and won the wcw title that night so um might as well just showcase yes. that he is a double champion
0: Yeah, and I thought it was kind of weird, but um, it made sense that he doesn't have to come out with the WCW title as well. I mean, with the U.S. title as well. You know, he only comes out with the World Heavyweight title. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so then uh, we get uh, backstage, uh, Mr. Man, Kurt Angle, answers the door and it's um it's a marshal. It's a state marshal. He serves Mr. McMahon uh, summoning papers. And he has to be in court for a settlement with Linda. Stone Cold is so mad at Kurt because he upset Vince and he answered the door. And it was like, well, he was asking for Mr. McMahon. I couldn't say no. And then... um. Stone Cold's like, I want my hat back. He's like, you're an Indian giver and you're a jackass, you know. So Stone Cold's trying to get back the hat, and this was a funny segment, you know. <laughs> like Stone Cold's like, give me back the hat. It's like, no, I want to keep the hat. <laughs>
1: yeah, this was this was good because you know Vince is obviously trying to get over what happened to him on Monday. So Austin's trying to cheer him up, and then Angle inadvertently, you know, brings in that. Um, that, that that guy to serve Vince the summons and Vince just gets so furious about it. And then, like I said, Alex is like, you know, he says he wants a hat back, and they go back and forth. Where you know, jackass Indian giver, jackass Indian giver. and Vince is just like, I've had enough of the two of you. So uh, just some more great stuff by those guys.
0: Yep. And then out of nowhere, which is I think is uh, which I think is good because you know you like you you come in and you're like oh this isn't WWF. It's a WCW cruiserweight title match. Uh, Scott Hudson and Arn Anderson are back on the air after that. Uh, after Monday Night Raw, they get back on the air here. And it's Billy Kidman versus not Sugar Shane Helms, but just Gregory Helms. So um, we get two WCW matches here tonight. And um you know they they may mention that X-Pac is uh watching um you know these guys uh who's going to be the WCW Cruiserweight title who's going to be the Cruiserweight champion and um who's going to like you know face X-Pac down the line so again they're trying to build up this uh this Invasion pay-per-view here by uh dropping hints at oh you might see X-Pac versus uh so and so at Invasion as well you know Uh, so we we have uh, multiple roll up attempts by Kidman, her Karana and drop kick by Kidman, cross body to the outside by Kidman, Helms throws Kidman to the outside, slingshots the ring post by Helms, sit down power bomb by Kidman, super kick by Helms, Kidman misses the shooting star press, Kidman then Kidman kicks out of the nightmare on Helms Street and gives Kidman a bulldog. Oh, oh yeah, no. Um, gives kid. Um, yeah, it's um Nightmare on Helm Street, and then Helms goes for um Helms goes for the vertebraker, but that gets countered. And instead of shooting Star Press, it's a Bulldog. Um, it, there were a couple of bad spots here, so Kidman gets the win, and he is the new WCW Cruiserweight Champion here for this matchup, Steve. I liked it. I want a star in three quarters. I thought it was a good showing, but helms and kidman you know like i know that they're like uh nervous as hell to be on like wwf television here you know and it's like stage fright almost but they went out and they gave a good showing but i want to star in three quarters
1: uh yeah i went two and a quarter i thought this was a good little showing for both guys Um interesting that they had him as uh, helms come out as gregory Helms and not sugar shane um i thought that was an interesting decision but um yeah, you could tell these guys definitely wanted to um, to show that they could at least you know put on a good match, and um, uh, the crowd a lot more receptive to this one they, than they were to Booker and uh, Bagwell back on uh, back yeah, on yeah. Raw. But uh, but I mean, you know, WCW was you know one of their highlights was always the cruiserweight division. So you know they've got you know two guys who were you know. Mainstays of the division, especially in the later era of w c w so they if that was a good choice um interesting that they had Kidman win the title here um i don't know if um if that meant that um that they just wanted to get the belt off helms and then kind of take kind of pull him back off t v to get a little bit more seasoning um and they mm. thought Kimmen was a more reliable guy um but I thought it was you know a fine. You know, fine showing for both guys again, you know, like you said, they brought Hudson and Arn back to do commentary They again had the, um, the logos and everything. The only difference though, is that um, they had uh, Howard, Howard Finkel do comment, uh, the ring announcing. So to kind of hear him announce the WCW match was definitely kind of jarring. Um, mm-hmm. But he but he made it legit and to hear him you know say new Cruiserweight champion Billy Kidman um I'm sure I'm sure Kidman you know was marking out insides as to, to um to get that reaction. But um but yeah it gets showing and then like you said, you know, the, the fact that they had X Pac you know watching f- watching in the back um, shows that they're now going to try to start pairing off some of these, uh, these WCW guys to the WWF guys and having the cruiserweights uh, cruiserweight champion and the light heavyweight champion um, meshed up together, obviously made, made all the sense of the world. So you might as well, uh, might as well do
0: it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have um like a backstage movie like Mr. McMahon Kurt and Austin. Mr. Man is explaining all he has to do is tell the truth. Kurt says he was a good truth teller in the 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 scouts. He did all the scouts, he did cub scouts, bum and boy scouts, and eagle scouts, and the way he said it was so bad. I did all the st- scouts and stone colts like are you for real and kurt's like wait that didn't come out right <laughs> you know and vince just walks out um you know and then we have another edge and christian uh Backstage, him as they're preparing for Edge's uh, intercontinental title match here as well. So Albert is also a fighting champion as he goes back to back uh, fighting, um, you know, uh, superstars for the uh, defending the intercontinental champion as well. So you know, another uh, title match up there. Mister Man comes to the ring. He says, um, "You know, like he says, uh, Linda is trying to uh, leave." you leave with a good reputation like you know you uh, you leave the world with a good or bad reputation says uh linda had uh conspired with tory wilson to ruin his reputation but we all know that mr mcmahon was gonna get naughty with um tory wilson he's like i wasn't gonna go that far with tory nothing was gonna happen <laughs> and it's like okay man you know and uh and it's just so bad um he wasn't going to go that far with Tori Wilson. Mr. Man says he's sorry. He's sorry um, for causing pain and heartbreaks. And he's misunderstood. <laughs> Commissioner Regal then comes out and he says it's not Vince's fault. You know, and then Vince McMahon changes his mind. He's like, it's not my fault that I'm charismatic. It's not my fault that I'm a self-made billionaire. And it's not my fault that I love younger women. You know, I'm Vince man, I can do whatever I want. You know, why am I apologizing? So I thought this segment was really funny as well.
1: Yeah, Um. again, going uh, Austin and Angle continue their banter back and forth. And like you said, yeah, Angle's like, you know, I was in the, you know, like you said, the Boy Scouts, you know, the... The Cub Scouts, and the Boy Scouts—I did all the scouts. And Austin's is like, you know, just you know. And what was great about is that Angle didn't even like. Austin says, like, "Are you for like you said? Are you for real?" And Angle just like completely it like goes way over his head, so so that just made it even that just made it even funnier. Um, yeah. like again, the continued thing with Christian and Edge. Um, Christian again uh, getting uh way too close to that tro- to that trophy. And then uh-huh. um and then Vince, yeah, with this great promo where he seems like he's finally redeemed you know he wants to redeem himself for everything he's done bad. But uh Regal basically talks him out of it and then Vince just bas- basically does a complete 180 and is like, you know, I'm Vince McMahon and I don't you know don't apologize for anything. So um interesting um interesting stuff there where you thought Vince was uh you know almost kind of Pseudo, you know, two training face there before going full back full bore uh full board Mr. Rick Man there.
0: Yeah. Um and then we go, um so now we have um uh we have another uh tag team uh tag team matchup here. Uh it's the Hardy Boys versus Billy Gunn and Big Show. So I think this might be the first time that we had uh showguns here. Uh they weren't calling themselves that just yet, but I believe this is like the first time, uh, you know, Billy Gunn and Big Show have teamed up together. Billy and Matt start off. Takedown by Matt. Poetry emotion motion to Billy. flapjack by Big Show. Show throws Jeff around like a rag doll. Elbow and, uh, el- elbow and leg drop to Jeff. Big Show misses a diving elbow. Tag to Matt. A spinning DDT to Billy. Billy... Um, Billy tosses Matt to the outside. Her Karana to Billy by Lita. Twist of Fate to Shell. Swanton and leg drop to Shell. But then Billy, uh, Billy um, hits Jeff with a slam called the One and Only. And then Big Show gets the win for this matchup. I went two stars. I thought it was good, a good showing by both teams, and uh, surprising that Billy and uh, the Big Show get the win here.
1: Yeah, i want to start in a half. It was it was fine. Um like I said, I think this is the first time that um Gunn and um show have teamed up, so I guess kinda again giving both of those guys something to do. Um little shocked they did that they won the match. Um the Hardys, even though they were still you know, they were kinda starting to still do their own thing. I mean Matt's still the European champion um by this point. Um but I guess, you know, they wanted to give Big Show and, and Billy a, a decent, you know, good little win here in their first outing. Um, you know, Big Show actually took some good bumps there, you know, taking the, the twist of fate to Swanton and the legs drop uh, at the end there. But then, like I said, then Gun um, Gun hits the one and only on Matt to help get the win for his for his team. So um, decent stuff here. And we'll see how uh, how far Billy Gunn and Big Show go as a team.
0: Yep. Then we go backstage again. Mr. Man is in a happy mood now, and he's going to go to a nudie bar. He says, "Come on, to I'm. You're coming with me." So, to Jerry and Vince McMahon are off to a nudie bar. I can only imagine what that would be like if Vince Man and Jerry actually went to a nudie bar together.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was great too. Like, this is just like you know, I'm going to go. You know, go. Like you said, go to a nudie bar. And the fact that he would take the jury with him, um, who, who was just so confused about everything, was just so great. But then, of course, uh, Austin and Angle get on Regal, Was like, you know, specifically Austin, is like, don't you ever hug Vince again. And, like, and Regal's like, he hugged me. What do you want me to do?
0: <laughs> yeah. So Stone Cold and Kurt are jealous every time somebody hugs Vince, as, uh, you know, they got mad at Regal for that. Now we have an intercontinental title match, and Edge versus Albert. Punches to Albert, scissors kick to Edge, Edge is slammed hard in the corner, spinning backbreaker by Albert, bear hug to Edge, Albert misses a big splash, missile drop kick by Edge, Albert low blows Edge, and a baldo bomb for the win. Uh, for this matchup, Steve, I'm going to star in three quarters. Um, it was good. Um, you know, Albert cheats his time to win, uh, but, you know, he's still a fighting champion. It was good, um, and it was a good um, thing, good uh, fight by Edge here. So I want to star in three quarters.
1: Yeah, I want to star in a half again, just, you know, pretty basic stuff. Um, Albert continuing to kind of show his worth as he and um, he and Edge have a good little sh- uh, showing here. Um, Edge, I thought, looked pretty solid. Um, uh Albert does cheat in the end there he has, uh, hits that low blow on Edge before doing the um the Baldo bomb so Edge clearly gave him a little bit of a scare there um but Albert's been on a pretty good little run here so far as uh as I see he's like I said he's been mm-hmm. bringing his uh bringing his uh, working boots and he's uh you know working his ass off to prove that he um he earned, uh, he deserves the spot
0: yeah and uh, he's really playing with the uh He's really fighting with the uh, big guy, big guys on the card here. You know, um, he's been fighting with Undertaker. He's been having a fight with Kane, Edge. You know, he's building guys and he's building himself up too. So, uh, looking down the line to see uh, where Albert, where they go with uh, Albert in the uh, Intercontinental Title here. Uh, then we go backstage again. APA tries to apologize to Tess. Uh, But he just walks out. Austin and Kurt are uh, walking in. They're like, well, to hell with Tess. He got what he deserved. Uh, You know, we we couldn't have him be the mole. But then they're like, well, he wasn't the mole. It's like, oh, who cares? Uh, You guys did a great job. And it looked like, um, you know, Austin had the WWF guys in the palm of his hand. It's like, you guys got to rally together. You got to fight for us. You know, fight the WCW uh go troops you know like fight them in the streets you know all this other stuff and then kurt angles like oh we can take them all by ourselves and you know kurt sort of backfires the plan here and then the apa are just like well you guys go do that we're all going to drink a beer together you know so they back out they back, they back out of the fight and they're like well you guys handle it then
1: <laughs> yeah um they did get a good makeup job there on test. His, uh, his face looked like he uh, looked pretty bad there when the, from the beating he took. Um, and like I said, they try to, you know, explain the situation to him. He just walks away. Um, and actually another guy, because um, it's all this, because all the WF guys were the same guys we saw on Monday. Um, also in that group of all people was Jerry Lynn.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but yeah, then like, like I, like said, Austin tries to rally them all together to, to face, to fend off WCW. But then of course, as usual, Kurt puts his foot in his mouth and and gets the, and basically destroys that plan. So again, just more yeah. uh more good stuff there with um with Austin and Kurt.
0: Yep. And then out of nowhere, we have Scotty Tuhati versus Dean Malenko. They're trying to build Scotty up here. And uh, you know, Dean Malenko is still relevant. I thought he was uh, retired by this point, but uh he still comes out uh and does a couple of uh wrestling matches here and there. Uh, again, as, uh, you know, Perry Saturn is uh, still following Malenko around with uh, Terry. Uh, and the mop is in tow, too. So, drop kicks by Scotty. Dean is stomping on Scotty. Ankle, um, uh, uh, he's stomping on Scotty's ankle, basically, like the um, uh, rub, surgically uh, repaired ankle. Texas cold relieves to Scotty, but Scotty gets the ropes. A a missile drop kick to Dean. Multiple uh, pinfall attempts by Scotty as well here, and then we have um, you know um, Dean throws uh, Dean throws Perry outside as uh, you know uh, outside the ring as um, you know uh, Perry was going to like do the worm to Dean. He's like, "What the heck are you doing?" You know, Uh, so he throws uh, Perry to the outside, and then Scotty gets the win with the worm uh for this matchup steve i want to star here um it, it was fine but it was a little weird you know like with the whole like uh perry trying to be scotty too hottie and everything you know so they're still trying to be like perry what's wrong with you you know and dean malenko is still here you know
1: yeah i want a star and a half i thought it was again just a fine match <laughs> like you i'm like you i didn't realize that dean was still going at this point um I thought he had I thought he had retired, but yeah, I guess he was still he was still trucking along by this point. Uh kinda cool little uh you know, these two guys obviously have great chemistry from back uh Back in two thousand, uh, when they had their little series of matches then for the light heavyweight titles. So they're still showing that off here. And then like I said, um Saturn then gets in the ring and tries to do the worm himself, um, continuing to play up the um the the head trauma he suffered from, and then Scotty ends up um getting the win. So um clearly Scotty is a guy that they still you know think highly of that they want to try to give him give him some good good spots a good spot here and um I think by this point I am I'll be interested to see how much longer Malenko lasts at this point. Uh if he's yeah. if he's 'cause I know he's not because I know he's not at um invasion, but I'm mm-hmm. interested uh but I don't know if he's still on TV But uh, um by then or if he has um or if he's moved kind of to his uh backstage role.
0: Yep. And then so we go backstage and DDP is like stretching and the only lines you will probably hear from Billy Silverman ever in the WWF, Billy Silverman, the WC referee, WCW referee, is like, Dallas, good luck in your match tonight, <laughs> you know? And um, the TDP's like, I don't need luck. I'm going to become the new WCW champion. He's like, bonehead, what are you thinking, you know? So I thought that was kind of funny that they gave they let Billy Silverman uh, say a line, um, you know, and then we get a recap of the first week of tough enough. Um, you know, uh, Taz um, Taz comes and he kicks uh, the tough enough guys uh, butts, uh, you know, during training, you get um, you see Nowinski, you see Maven, you see the big dude, uh, Daryl, you know, not hustling. Uh, You know, the girls are like, one of the girls is like crying to Steph, she's like the bumps, you know, and like she's, and Stephanie's like, I remember the first time I took bumps, you know, it was the same thing, I cried and I just came back and did it again, you know, like, so you'll you'll get there, Um, so good stuff from, uh, you know, Tough Enough, did you watch Tough Enough, Steve?
1: I did watch tough enough. Um, I, I forgot. I, I, cause I'm currently my chrono watch. I'm in 2000, the summer of old one. I forgot about tough enough. I was like, Oh yeah. It's like, I remember that. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm, so I'm kind of been watching that as well. I actually just watched the, um, the first episode very recently. So, um, it'll be interesting to, to rewatch that and see, see how that, um, how that holds up, uh, 20 something years later. Um, so, so yeah, that's it's just, again, basic stuff there with that. And, uh, when, uh DDP was doing his promo. I was waiting for him to go because back, you know, when he was in WCW, he would call himself the three-time, three-time, three-time WCW champion. I was waiting for him to say, "I'm going to become the four-time WCW champion." Um, yeah. But he never did. So, missed yeah. opportunity there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And again, Billy Silverman got a line in. <laughs> yes. So now we have um, in our WCW uh, main event again is DDP versus. Versus Booker T for the WCW title. Punches in an elbow to Page. Booker T counters a diamond cutter. Jawbreaker to Booker. Page shows Booker to the outside. Booker T uh, slams DDP into the table. Um, Page clothesline by DDP. And then, like, you know, a diving clothesline uh, off the rope by Page off the middle rope. Powerbomb to Booker. Page misses a crossbody. Scissors kick to DDP. And then a DDT into a chair by Page. Undertaker comes out and distracts DDP. Booker T gets a roll-up for the win here. So Undertaker comes out. He distracts DDP. And then, like, DDP gets all scared of the Undertaker. Booker comes up. He gets a roll-up for the win. For this matchup here, um, I, got, I gave it a star and a half. I thought it was better than the Buff Bagwell, uh, Buff Bagwell match, and DDP uh, gave it a little bit more. You know what? I'll go with star and three quarters. Actually, Steve, I thought it was better, uh, you know, than what we got. So, star and three quarters for me.
1: Yeah, I went two and a quarter. This was definitely a, ma- a big step up from Booker and uh, from, from Booker and Bagwell on Raw. Um, obviously, Paige had been. A- been much more active um, since coming in, so he could um, so he could work a little better with Booker. Um, they definitely felt like they had more chemistry together than they than Booker did with Bagwell, so that obviously worked as well. And again, the crowd's a lot more invested in this match um, than they were on the in the Raw match. And um, and Booker actually now actually and Booker gets the clean you know pin win and well, Pseudo-Clean because uh Taker had come out. So you kind of figure DDP wasn't gonna win the belt here because they wanted to further the thing with him and Taker. Um mm-hmm. but it was definitely a good um bounce back there for for Booker at least, because now he can kind of showed that what happened on Monday um like like we said been saying was just a bad night and he um he he definitely bounced back bounced back here and it seems like he's back on uh back on the right track.
0: Yep. And um, you know, DP also proved that he can go toe to toe and he can wrestle uh, in a main event spot. And, uh, you know, he didn't like botch anything. Like he was really solid with his work. So a uh, good on, good on Dallas too, like to show that, Oh, I can, I, I want to be here and I can be here and I deserve to be here as well. Out comes Kurt angle. He um, gets beat up for his troubles and uh, puts his foot in his mouth. Uh, you, like you said, Steve, uh, he gets a um he gets a scissors kick by uh Booker T. Uh he kept, like uh, he tries the angle slam but Booker T counters that and Booker T gives um you know a scissors kick to uh to angle there. Undertaker then fights DDP in the parking lot and a bunch of the WCW renegades uh show up. You got Chavo Guerrero Jr. Canyon uh, the like mostly all the natural born thrillers are actually there. You have Jindrek, O'Hare, Palumbo, and Sean Stasiak, and you have Buff Bagwell back there as well. So they're all beating up on um they're all beating up on uh, Undertaker in the back. Also, Mike Awesome's there too. They're beating up him in the back. Shane McMahon comes in. Shane McMahon comes in and tries this. Uh, tells them to stop, but Diamond Dallas page ends up um slamming um Shane into a door, and then Booker T tries to um attack um tries to stop uh d p but he gets slammed into the same door, so it looks like that the w c w guys are not um following shane 's rules of uh fair play here they just want to cause uh mayhem and beat up whoever they can and mike awesome even got some shots in um the undertaker as well so it looks like these wcw guys aren't just here anymore to say hey we, we can be here too they're here for vengeance and they're here just to take out anybody as well even if it means taking out their own guys because they don't want to play fair anymore so this is a little confusing but it makes a lot of sense like we don't care anymore you know we just want to fight uh wwf guys and. We want to win.
1: Yeah. Um, first, obviously, like you said, Kirk tries to get involved, uh, tries to get after Booker, but he gets the, the scissor kick, kick and a belt shot for his trouble. So not a good showing there. And then, um, like you said, then uh, Taker chases DDP outside and gets alerted into that trap against all those guys. And um, one other guy you forgot to mention, Lance Storm, he was a part of it as well. Um, oh wow! So, but yeah, although, but yeah, when was the, when have, when would you ever see a time when a guy when guys like Chavo Guerrero and you know, Sean Stasiak and, and I think Canyon was there too, um, yeah. beaten up on the undertaker. Um, and like you said, that, um, that spear awesome gets the taker into the garage where I thought was really good. And I thought, you know, awesome has really kind of stood out these last couple of weeks, these last two weeks, um, in particular. And yeah, then they, then for some reason, like you said, then they attack Shane and uh, Booker as this, you know, you know, as if these guys were starting to go rogue, um, and I, th- I think it just go- kind of goes to the point that it's like now it's beca- it's kind of become like well we don't want just an opportunity anymore we we want to you know we're we're fighting for survival basically I think is, the, is what they're trying to um, to go with here but yeah now it's it's kind of interesting that's like you got this seemingly infighting within um, within WCW um, these guys you know kind of you know get this like little faction of guys um, kind of going against Shane and um, and Booker so. It's definitely very interesting that um the direction they're gonna that they've that they decided to go here and what we'll eventually see going forward what hap- what happens, which I know you'll you'll talk about with the with your future guests. Um mm-hmm. it yeah, just really kinda interesting that they decided to go this route.
0: Yep, yeah. Um really good stuff here as well. So that's gonna close out the shows. Uh you know, um It it looked like uh, things are really going well. Like we said, Linda might be like, you know, Shane's financial backer or just like supporter of, um, you know, Shane and WCW just to get back at Vince. But like we said, this Tacoma, Washington, Monday Night Raw really, uh, let's just say, had an extreme change coming, to next week on uh, Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> as I'm dropping a dropping a little uh, snow spoiler there, you know. Um, so we'll see what happens there as well. But uh, before we go, Steve, uh, do you have anything that you want to uh, direct the listeners to?
1: Well, as you uh, mentioned earlier, uh, speaking of extreme, uh, you and I do Extreme Resurrection here on the uh here on the wrestling feed, um, we're going through uh, ECW, uh, the WWE version from 2006 to 2010. Our last episode, we did the uh, the 527 ECW and the six two the six one Saturday Night's main events, uh, going into uh, One Night Stand. So those were some uh, interesting episodes to um, to talk about. Um, I also do a couple shows over on the PTB Pop feed, including Pop Goes to Classics, uh, Making Mount Rushmore, and the Video Jukebox Song of the Day. So keep you know keep uh, following all that stuff, all those uh, pods as well. Um, occasionally, you do pop over on the North South Connection feed as well, and their uh, in their pod form as well as on their uh, YouTube channel. Which if you're not um, subscribed yet please be sure to do so those guys do a really great job um providing pretty much daily content every week so give those guys uh give those guys some love um and of course you can also find me over on the ptp facebook group uh, lots of good stuff going on there our current um tournament going on where we are determining the greatest song of the 2000s um we are currently in the playing round so uh we still got some uh we still got some big matches to come, especially when we get to the first round. So uh please make sure to uh get in and uh get voting because there's a lot of uh there's a lot of good matchups in there and so there's been a couple of uh eyebrow raising decisions I think so far but um <laughs> but I'm I'm really anxious to see uh, um excited to see um where we go once we do hit um uh, the like official tournament and get to the first round.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, that's going to do it from us here on uh, Nation Invasion. I want to thank my guest, Steve Riddle, here. I'm James Grunberg. That's Steve Riddle. And I will see you next time as we, the nation, prepare for this invasion.